as entrepreneurs, we want to make a difference. We want to make that big impact. You know, take that little dent in the universe that Steve Jobs talks about. And to do that, we know we have to attract a steady stream of pre-qualified, pre-endorsed people that are the right clients or customers for our business. Well, what we know, if we've been doing it for very long and we've got these successful businesses, it's all about relationships. And I, I tell you, I've got a remarkable fellow entrepreneur who is one of the top gurus in connections, relationships. And he's also an attorney. He's a, he, now, he got all this, got the start, not only from being a writer, a father, but he was in the Clinton administration, the White House, uh, as a speechwriter and also for the, the governor of California. And he also does have his own boutique law firm here in San Francisco or in the Bay Area. But what he's been doing is what I always love working with entrepreneurs who walk their talk. He's got a very successful podcast and he is one of the top he's out there in all the major publications forbes huffington post dot, 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 not. what i love is he's going to show you how to create some of the most powerful connections that you could even imagine and even more importantly get the results you want stay tuned we'll be right back Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep, think bold, drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com John Corcoran, I am so excited to have you here as you, I've been following you along the way. We met at Mastermind Talks, and we'll go into that because we both enjoy connections and creating value out of it. And you were one of the guys on my list that I wanted to meet, and we ended up sitting next to each other for... And likewise, yeah. and likewise. Yeah, well, thank you for having me, John. It's such an honor to be here. Well, and there's so many successful entrepreneurs. And as I was talking about in the introduction, that you know, we, we all want to make that den in the universe. I always like that term Steve Jobs had when asked you, what do you want to do? Just a small den, and each of us has that opportunity, but it all comes out of relationships. And you have really done a great job of being recognized uh, as one of the top people in the, the country, really in the world, on relationships, which is, you know, that's a pretty big, tall order here, John. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. I feel a lot of uh, pressure. You should. Here. I'm yeah. expecting. Yeah. You know, we're gonna. This is this is so pearls important. of wisdom. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's, well, and it's it's you know I don't know if I'd call pearls of wisdom. It's really hard learned, you that's, know, sweat equity that's been built up over time. That's true. A lot of painful strategy. A lot of painful experiences that that goes into it often. Well, and you know, one of the kind of traditions, you know, what I always like before we go into you know what are going to be the real key takeaways and you know lessons learned that they you know, our fellow entrepreneurs can go execute right away. What I'd love to do is get kind of a backstory because nobody wakes up at five saying I'm going to be the relationship guru type <laughs> thing. So right. uh, how'd you get there? And that certainly wasn't me. Uh, I actually didn't, I, I, this didn't choose, I didn't choose this. It, cho it chose me really. 
Um, so I, my backstory is um, when I was growing up, I grew up in a humble middle class family. I didn't have any special connections or anything like that. I actually flunked kinder- kindergarten, <laughs> didn't go to any Ivy League school or anything like that. And in spite of that, as you mentioned in the intro, I've had some amazing experiences throughout my career. I was an early employee of DreamWorks at 20 years old. I worked at the White House, Clinton White House as a writer in Presidential Letters and Messages at 23 years old and worked in the heart of Silicon Valley, you name it, all these different things in spite of my background. And it's really just because I, you know, have done a good job of building relationships with the right kinds of people. And, uh, you know, I got into blogging and podcasting a number of years ago, and I talked generally about entrepreneurship. And I had a lot of people who were coming to me asking me for advice on relationships and specifically how to build relationships, particularly with influencers and VIPs, and then turn that into revenues, clients, and opportunities for yourself. And so I kind of fell into that because that's what people were asking me for. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been doing it well. And that's why I wanted to have you on is that. Yeah, this is something that's so important for all of us as entrepreneurs is, you know, if we have the right connections, I mean, it's tempting to send out a million emails. And uh, I remember one of my earlier marketing uh, tests on email, I sent out 400,000 emails to affluent individuals. And I was devastated. The open rate, I mean, I had some of the top copywriters was 2.2%. And the click-through was pretty good once they got on it. But mm-hmm. um, 2.2, I found out, is phenomenal. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, you're shooting shotguns all over the place trying to do this. Yeah. Well, one relationship could have taken, you know, done that, accomplished our goals of that campaign. And that's yeah. how we ended up doing it. John, you know, let, let me go. Um, we were talking, and, you know, some of the lessons you shared with me. And I, I want to go to really lesson one right away, which is, the right mindset and you know yes how do you how do you have the right mindset i mean what is the right mindset for you know creating these valuable connections that you know really are elusive for most people well i think what you need to do is you you need to recognize is is that we all have these psychological barriers that we throw up that we put in the way of connecting with people, particularly people who we feel like could help our career, who are more advanced than us, more successful than us, um, VIPs, influencers, whatever you want to call them, whether they're someone who's world famous or someone in your local community. And we say to ourselves, oh man, you know, what do I have to offer that person? Or if I go up and talk to them at a conference, are they even going to be interested in talking to me? Uh, or if I send them an email out of the blue, are they going to return my email or they're not going to respond? And so these things really hold us back on a day-to-day basis. We don't realize it, but we'll put these things off forever. We'll keep on putting them off. We'll 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 stop from reaching out to people who we admire, who really engage and inspire us, even though we should. Those are the people we should be reaching out to, telling those people that we like the work that they do. And so it's important, I think, that you recognize those psychological barriers and really try and overcome them as much as possible and acknowledge that everyone has them. So it's okay to have a little bit of inhibition. Yeah. I, I listen to your podcast, John, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but the, um, yeah, you've had some pretty phenomenal guests. And I remember listening to one, I can't remember which one it was where, uh, you got talking and you were with, uh, oh, I wish I could remember, but it was, you know, a high profile person and they were, you were talking about another high profile person he had had on, he was a, a, a really in the top 50, let's say podcast. And Possibly know, Jordan Harbinger. I think it was Jordan. Yeah. Okay, it was yeah. Jordan. You were interviewing <laughs> yeah. and you had chased somebody for six months. You know, he had just called them type thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> and, right, and, right. and I don't, I'm not taking anything away from you and it's, it's, 
you know, what happens is some people, you know, it's not only having, it's the mindset that it's okay for them not to be at the right time at that moment. You know, yeah. a lot of times we go in with this expectation that, geez, if we, okay, we, we're now brave. We're going to go reach out to this yeah. person. And, you know, that's not it at all either. It's, 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 you've got to nurture it. You've got to be following them yeah. as you were saying. And, and I always like the law of reciprocity too. And that, you know, if you can deliver some value in advance, people love you pretty quickly. Yeah, and it's very easy to look at someone like Jordan or Oprah or Larry King or someone like that and say, oh, it's so easy for them to get whoever they want to interview. But the truth is all those people struggled at the beginning. You know, I mean, Jordan is a good friend, and I know that for many, many years he was dying to get people on his podcast. Now it's like, you know, he can sell a ton of books when people come on the show. So, you know, it's very easy to think, oh, man, if I was only like that and not remember that they're – are there's a lot of work that goes into that and it's true yeah for me the, the uh, there have been some guests that i've pursued and it's taken six months or a year oftentimes it's because the timing is not right oftentimes it's just they're busy with something and so you just want to you know just say okay i'm going to move on and we're going to try again later and that's fine and, and but it's you know it's so much of life is this positive mindset and and you know doing whether you know connecting with someone you're looking to create value and you you do that well so you know first it's that lesson have the right mindset go in knowing that you know you've got to be able to deliver value in advance and there's got to be a good reason just because you want to meet richard branson for instance you know that's not you know, there's no value creation on either side right. it's got to be value uh second lesson though is you call it conversational lists or conversation lists. What is that? So what I advocate, what I recommend everyone does is they take 15 or 20 minutes, sit down with a blank piece of paper, Excel spreadsheet, whatever you like, and write out a list of the 50, starting with just 50 people that you would like to build or deepen a relationship with over the course of the next 12 months. And the reason I say conversation list is because I want you to think of it as you're just going to have a conversation with this person. And this could be someone that you know already. It could be someone, past client, could be friend of a friend, could be colleague, could be an entrepreneur in your community who you really look up to and admire. You put them down on the list and then you commit yourself to over the next 12 months, I'm going to do things, I'm going to take steps so that I have have an ongoing conversation with this person so that I can build up trust. You know, there's like, there. I talk about a relationship value funnel, which is similar to like a sales funnel. Everyone knows a sales funnel, you get leads come in. Well, there's also a relationship value funnel as well, where you go from someone having zero knowledge of who you are, no relationship whatsoever, to having a very tight, very close relationship where there's mutual reciprocity, where I would walk across hot coals for you and you would walk, walk across hot coals for me. And you have to move people through those stages. And the way you do that is, as you pointed out, reciprocity by doing things for the other person, by being giving. And I think a lot of times we forget that we need to do well, that. I, you know, the part I like about it so much, uh, John, is the, you know, putting the list. I'm, I'm a big believer in being successful on purpose. And so often we leave so much of life to chance. I mean, that. Uh, you know, okay, well, if I meet somebody, I'm going to try to create a connection with them or, you know, I'm at an event or I read something, you know, take the time. And, and I think 50 is the right. I mean, there's all kinds of research that we can have 150, uh, you know, really you know, in a group uh, connections. Uh, and, you know, many people can do more than that, but 150 you can have a, a relationship with. And we're judged by, uh, I think it was Jim Rohn, I don't know who to give credit, you know, 
whoever your five friends are. You know, yeah, that was your friend. friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. And so, you know, who do you want to be part of? And it, it's really amazing because once you start putting the list together, it's a little hard in the beginning, but once you get a, it gets going and, you know, and this is changing depending on your business and what you want to accomplish along right. the way. Now, we met, uh, John, you know, I, I knew of you. I don't think you knew of me prior to. Oh, no, the, I did. Oh, I did knew it? of you. Okay. Yeah, I knew your podcast. Okay. Yeah. So I, I wanted to meet you as well. Yeah, no, it's really you funny. You were on my list. Yeah, and so we went, we have a mutual friend, uh, Jason Gennard, uh, Mastermind Talks. First time I had gone. H have you gone to that before, John? No, first time for me okay. as well. Yeah. And, but we're both Bay Area guys, so it was a close. Yeah, close it was It was easy. Jason, I've known for about five years. I've watched him you know, build this, and we've stayed friends. And I met him through Joe Polish's Genius uh, Network. He was kind of wrote a check that he probably shouldn't have to be yeah. in that meeting and started brainstorming the Mastermind Talks you know, did the relationship with Tim uh, uh, Ferris out of that that launched all this. It's a great story you, you, know, you should look at. And yeah. I mean, the power connection and, and Jason is really great. So you and I had each other on the list and very unusual. Jason actually is very careful of matching people. And, you know, I was going down my list who I have to meet. And then I noticed you're sitting next to me. Tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. Amazing. That was what so, was so magical about that conference is that they actually took the time to look through, see who they thought would get along with one another and match them up multiple times throughout the conference where we'd be seated together and then there'd be a cooking class together and then another area you're sitting at lunch together. Yeah, really it was cool. really well done. But, you know, let's you know, most events aren't like that. I mean, I mean, matter of fact, I have a mastermind group for financial advisors I do and we have a little over 200 and I now have assigned seating and I, you know, we ran the algorithms. I learned from another mutual friend, Peter Diamandis. He has a mastermind group uh, that I'm in abundance 360 and he runs these, uh, you know, he's a big data guy and he runs, uh, uses a company called Exper uh, to take data scientists and they run uh, responses, you know, the surveys coming in and they'll match people up. And it was so funny. I, most of the oh, people you got to tell Dame, Jason about that because I know he spends five or six hours. I, I'm going to show him that because we're, yeah. we're going to I'm actually going to be up in Toronto and get together with him because we're sharing ideas because, you know, how do you raise the bar on these meetings? But I was I went and met the CEO and I said, geez, you know, this was really good, but it was people I already knew. And he says, well, the algorithm works because they're friends of yours, you know, and they were. And it was fantastic. And so, you know, there's a lot of leverage, but. You know, groups aren't always doing that. How, how can we, you know, go to live events? Because uh, I, I, I hate traveling, John. I don't know how you feel, but I've traveled all over the world. I did investment banking for a while. I, you know, I have more miles and I, for a couple of years even did private jet. And now I hate everything. And so how do you, you know, when I go, I'm going to maximize the value of the meeting. I'm, I'm very focused on it. So I want to be prepared and all that. How, how do I do that? And how do our fellow entrepreneurs do it? Well, this is relevant because I know we were talking beforehand about you were thinking about going to this event that's in your neighborhood that is being put on this evening. And so one of the things you can do, which you were talking about, is look and see if there's a list of people who are attending in advance. You know, who do you know that's going? Is there someone that you admire that you'd really want to make sure that you get a chance to talk to that person? So that's that's number one. Number two is going into the event with some kind of goal for yourself. It might be something like, I'm going to stay here until 8 o'clock, until that clock hits 8 o'clock, whether I like it or not, I'm going to force myself to stay. 
Uh, that might be another one. Another one might be just having three meaningful conversations with three different people. So you don't spend all your time with one person. You end up, you know, working your way and in, in, in working way on to talk with other people. Um, and another thing you could do is, um, well, this leads into a, another strategy that's really important is making sure that the people that you do meet you won't necessarily know whether they're going to be of real long-term value to you right away. A lot of people ask me, well, how do I know before I meet someone whether they're going to be of long-term value to me? It's like as if like I'm uh, some yeah. kind of uh, mind reader or something like that. You, you don't really know. And depending on what your business is, there's a lot of different answers to that. But following up with people is critical because a lot of us, we, you know, we don't like going to these types of cocktail party type things. We say we don't like it. We'd rather be spending time with our family or friends and doing things that we like. But then we realize that it's important that we go out and meet new people. So we go out to those things and then we don't follow up with anyone. So it's really dooming ourselves to be on the hamster wheel of going back again and again to these types of events that we don't enjoy. And so what's a much better strategy is making sure you follow up with the people that you do resonate with and deepen those relationships over time, as we were talking about earlier. I'm, I'm going to a local media company. I'm in Silicon Valley, but a local, uh, or it's a national one, but a local part of it. And, uh, you know, th what I did, and I was telling John, I mean, this is, you know, to me, this is kind of basic, but I, I, I find over and over, and I know you do too, John, that people don't do this. I, if there's any way to get the list ahead of time, I get the yeah. list ahead of time. I don't. Yeah. I won't probably go to a meeting if I don't know who's going to be there. I don't have to have, you know, hundred percent, but I want at least eighty percent. I'm going to go through the list. You know, it's so great to do it at home because you can Google, you can check, and and it's not you know just who can value you, but you know who can I help there? And because you know right. magic help happens when you can help people. Certainly VIPs, influential people, and so on, and. And then I, I do exactly what you do, John. I, I set a goal, and my goal, um, it's funny because, I mean, we're both high energy on this. I, I don't think I'm introverted, uh, but I wouldn't go to a party, a cocktail party ever on my own. Uh, there has to be a business reason, that type of thing. And, you know, so I'm not extroverted. You know, it's kind of that in-between, and most of us are. And, mm -hmm. you know, as entrepreneurs, you're kind of a little more left-brain dominant, many of us. And... And so I always go, I, I need to make, you know, it's going to depend on the group, but somewhere between three to five, you know, good conversations that I'm going to want to, you know, go to the next lesson, which is follow up. I want to go into yeah. that more. But, you know, I just encourage everybody to go in really having been prepared ahead of time because it's, it, it makes it so much fun. And then the other thing, I, I don't know, I'll use Jason's group. Um, you know, cause we're there together there, you know, I, I met everybody that I wanted to meet and then there's always some nice surprises. And, and some of the surprises, I think I'm pretty sure you offered to me, John is, you know, is there anybody here I can introduce you to, you know, and you were well connected in that group. And there were a couple other guys that said that too. And, you know, and I did take some up, I mean, it's, it's real valuable and, you know, be able to explain, you know, who you can best serve, help, you know, what community you're hanging out that other people are serving that same community. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you you mentioned a point which I think is critical, and so I, I want to just uh, touch on that briefly, is um, the importance of giving. So a lot of times people go to these events and they're thinking, okay, I'm going to this for a business purpose, to help my business, to get more clients or revenues, so how can I find someone who can help me with my business? But that's really the wrong approach. I mean, think about it. You've experienced that, where someone's coming and they're immediately trying to sell you something and you just get pushed off. 
and we're so bombarded by advertising messages and people trying to sell us something that we it ends up having a really bad impact. So a lot better approach is to give to people, is to offer to make introductions to them, to offer them resources, to give them information, you know, to just listen to them, listen to be attuned to what's going on in their life. Do they have a book that's coming out? Do they have um, a business that they're launching? Do they are they going on vacation? And you can make a recommendation based on where they're going for vacation because you've been there before. Something small like that. Those things build up trust a lot faster, and then they're more inclined to help you out. And you know, we were joking earlier because I do, was doing a webinar uh, earlier today, and unfortunately had some technical difficulties. So this is for someone who uh, who's uh, a VIP in the online world, and um, you know, it was someone I built a relationship with. And the reason I'm able to get people who've got very large email lists to share me with their community is because I've given so much to them first. I don't just approach them out of the blue and say, hey, can I do a webinar for your audience? If they didn't know who I was, then they'd never do it. I'm actually doing it the opposite way. I'm trying to help them as much as I can, and then eventually it comes around. They People, out of a spirit of reciprocity, they want to help you. Yeah, and it's, you know, we can say that so many times because that is so important. There is no shortage of people. Both of us know a lot of uh, high profile on the inline. I know I worked in sports and entertainment. I know, you know, there's so many people, same with even high tech, that, you know, they just want to, you know, take, 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 take. And, and you know, you become, uh, I mean, you, you have to be defensive. So uh, let's talk about, you know, we've got this positive mindset. We put the list together. We went to an event. It was very successful. We, you know, hit our goal. We've got these people to follow up with. And John, I don't know what your experience is. I see so many people who I meet where, quite honestly, I'm not that, you know, I mean, I can help them and I leave it to them to follow up with me. And if mm -hmm. it's people that down the road, I think, you know, I'm going to get some significant benefit. I'm really good. I mean, I, I think you beat me on follow up. You followed up with me but I, <laughs> first. But I mean, you know, we both saw that there would be value together. Yeah. And, you know, but. I, I just I'm, I'm amazed how many people don't follow up and particularly when I offer oh, to yeah. do something that's worth, you know, thousands of dollars, if not even hundreds of thousands of dollars for them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's amazing. I find that maybe 90 percent of the time I will not get a follow up from someone I've met at an event. Um, it's that persistent like it's that more consistent people people will just not follow up and it's 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 really what holds people back they wonder why their business is struggling they wonder why they're not getting more clients they wonder why there's not more revenue in the door and that's that's why really is because they they relationships they they don't follow through with them and another point is following up with people that you have trusted relationships with. So not just someone you met at an event, but mm -hmm. you know people that you haven't talked to in two or three years who used to have a really tight relationship with. Adam Grant, the author of Give and Take, wrote, uh, talks about weak ties. He's written about that a couple times in Huffington Post. You've got these weak ties, people that you used to have trusted relationships with, old like roommates from college or someone you worked with at an old job or a business partner or something like that. And you'd be surprised. You take a look at your email and your notes. You haven't talked to them in a couple years. You know, so reach back up to those people because those are the people you already have trusted relationships with, and those are the ones who are most likely to introduce you to information, opportunities, or other people that will help your business. John, how, how do you follow up? I mean, why don't we provide a little guidance? What's a good follow up? You've, you, you, know, you and I met at an event. 
it would be very easy for us. We're both really busy guys to not follow up. Yeah. And what is a good follow up? Well, there, there, another guy was there, great guy named John Rulin, um, who talks you know, about. The, I know John the, well, and there's a podcast yeah. that I, I've already oh, I interviewed him, one of my early ones. So John but, is uh, great. Yeah. And one of the fun things about my podcast is I interview people and ask them that exact question, like how to follow up with people. And so there's everything runs the gamut from text messaging to John Rulin, who would say, send the man like a custom Italian suit. Right. You know, or he or a, a, a knife that's engraved or something like that. So I think what's more important really is the fact that you do it, not how you do it. There are a lot of different creative ways you can do it. I mean, and John, you know, would recommend something that's an engraved knife because it's it's going to be out well, on the I'll kitchen just, table. Let me make the comment. So John wanted to meet me uh, because I do have a really good, you know, successful on the financial side, and he's trying to get into it. I'm probably the mm -hmm. number one player for what he wanted to do in that space, and I really didn't see the benefit, quite honestly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and John went ahead and sent a series of gifts. And my wife loves his gifts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she said, "You gotta call this guy back. You gotta yeah. set up a phone appointment." And they were very—they were done kind of fun gifts, uh -huh. but fun too. And but you know, the reality is, you don't need to do it at that level. I mean, if it's a, a really high value one, I mean, I think for John, he's yeah. going to get paid back many times over what he sent me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, for most of us, you know, it's not that. Right, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people struggle with that. They don't, they don't see the return, or they're worried there won't be any return. Most of the time, there is. Honestly, if you put the put the money in there, you can start with looking at your past clients. If you got a bunch of different clients, and you could say, "Who are my top ten most high value clients?" and then send them something of value. Maybe they, it could be something simple. It could be like this person loves golf, so I'm going to send them a sleeve of golf balls. You know, it could be this person loves going to Thai restaurants. I'm going to uh, invite them to a Thai restaurant, or I'm going to send them a gift card for a Thai restaurant in their in their neighborhood. So, but I what I think is more important is being consistent and doing it over time. So, I suggest I recommend everyone uses a CRM, which stands for Customer Relationship Management. Probably everyone who listens to this knows what that is, but it's basically software that helps you manage relationships. And these days, it's completely different from the way it used to be 10, 15 years ago. The software today is cloud-based. It's very efficient. It syncs in with different social media channels. It will track your text messages and phone calls all those sorts of things, and it's a great way to manage relationships. And then it'll prompt you. So if you put someone in a bucket and you say, I want to follow up this person every six months, six months go by, you haven't contacted them, it will prompt you to do that. So I think that's more important. And, yeah, and I am not a big gift giver. I probably should be. I, I write nice emails. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there's some connection. And, you know, I think there's going to be, I'll use an overused word, synergy. And, you know, I... The response rate from most of these, you know, if you have a successful business and you can see how you can help them and how it might add value to you, it's pretty, it's not that hard to get connections. The main thing you have to do is actually just do it yeah. and not let life intrude. And that's so important. In, in providing value when you do it. Yeah. And there's got to be value, you know, always give value first. I mean, yeah. it's just, and one of the biggest value, uh, and John, you do this so well is, you know, is, is connections. I mean, that is... In today's yeah. world, relationships, that, those connections, that's a currency of value. I mean, it's, uh, 
there I have been able to introduce people that have been worth hundreds and even probably in a few cases millions of dollars that they wouldn't have gotten without my introduction. Okay, yeah. that person's never going to forget you. I can tell you that. Uh, it's nope. never going to happen. And so, they owe you a beer. Yeah, no, they well I have a, I have one guy that uh, I did something that was, you know, tens of millions of dollars it turned out. And he goes, "John, anytime you're in any city, you don't have a credit card or you just want somebody to buy you dinner, call me. (laughs) And so, but I go, well, I'll take the finder's fee, but no, no, you know, we didn't have a deal. So it was, but it was, you know, they just appreciate And we've done some business since then, but I want to go to the last part because some of this people get, ah, this is all fuzzy stuff. You know, this is relationship. I'm a hard line business guy. I've got to see what the ROI is. You know, number five, lesson five is, you know, measuring the results, John, how do you do that? Well, the, you know, it depends on your business, but the easiest way, if you have a service-based business, if you have clients that are coming in the door, which a lot of people do, um, simply measure where they come in and who referred them to you. So it can be a very simple document. I prefer keeping it simple because otherwise you're not going to do it. It could be a piece of paper on your wall. It could be on your computer, whatever. And you just literally, each new person that's referred to you, whether they become a client or not, even if they don't become a client, you write them down first and last name and who referred them to you. And then eventually you can fill in the numbers like how much revenue came in if they do turn into a client. And what you can do is over time you'll see patterns emerge. And I was looking back at the document that I put together. I call this a results and revenue worksheet. And um, I and actually if you download I think my ebook off my site, you can, you can get a, a sample of what it looks like. Um, and, and I was looking back at this and I realized there was a, a real estate agent who'd referred three different clients to me over a three-month span, but she hadn't referred anything to me in about nine months. And I looked into my email and I realized I hadn't communicated with her in about nine months. And so I said, okay, well, why don't I reach out to her? I reached out to her. I said, hey, how you doing? We should catch up. We should get lunch. It's been a while. We ended up going and getting lunch. But a week after that, she ended up referring some business to me. Now that's this, a per- yeah, it's just it's, a perfect example of how – it you know. and people love to use derogatory terms. They'll say something like, well, it's not, it's not rocket science. That's true. But, you know, it's, it's yeah. simple. It's straightforward. Do it. Really, it it's, is. And, I mean, I'm – I'm big on, I mean, we have some of the enterprise level marketing automation. We track everything. We do all kinds of webinars, video podcasts, eBooks, you know, everything. And what's so amazing to me, John, is we track everything and it's almost 50% of our business is through introductions. Mm. And, you know, all this fancy stuff that we're doing that we're spending really hundreds of thousands of dollars doing the biggest value is the relationship side yeah. and, and, you know, tracking that, I, I can tell you that, um, it's, it's just so valuable that we, we all need to do it. Well, let, yeah. let me go. And I want to switch real quick to a new segment. And this is the book of the day. You know, John, you, uh, already, you know, I asked you what you were going to recommend and you already, uh, mentioned it, so I'm going to put it up on the screen, the Amazon. Uh, but why don't you? Why Why do you like uh, give and take? Uh, well, you know. well, first you asked me for one book, and I mentioned like five. But yeah, I know. I <laughs> well, that's. A, I mean, and I I have a few of the books that I. Ha- I mean, one of the things we were joking about, and this is one of the biggest challenges as entrepreneurs. There's so much value in a ten dollar book, okay. uh, but. You know, and if you're following my podcast and John's podcast and others, you're getting all kinds of recommendations along the way. Just pick, you know, the ones that really 
uh, resonate. And this is on my to-do list. On my next flight, this is a book that I'm going to read. Uh, yeah. And you, you've said you've got a lot of value from this give and take, why helping yeah. others drive our success you know, from yeah. Adam Grant. You know, why? Why should yeah. your fellow entrepreneurs make time for this? Well, I, I look at it as the modern version of How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, which has been around for 100 years, and the, the advice in it keeps up. So if you haven't read that book, definitely read that book. But this book becomes the proof. So Dale Carnegie you know, basically has this, uh, has this theory that if you're more giving to people, if you're more helpful to other people, if you listen to them, that they're going to be more likely to be influenced by you and to want to help you out. And it's absolutely true. And it's as true 100 years ago as it is today. Um, but give and take actually backs that whole argument up with academic research and studies. And it's actually a very engaging read, really well written. And it takes from all kinds of different walks of life, individuals, you know, like sports coaches and entrepreneurs and teachers and demonstrates how all these different individuals, if they're more giving rather than a taker, someone who's trying to just get for themselves, just trying to provide value for themselves, benefit, you're more likely to rise to the top of the success ladder. And that's the basic theory behind the book, and he backs it up with multiple different, different studies. And so I think if you read that book, you'll be persuaded that, you know, I, as I often say, don't go out there and give to other people out of a sense of charity. That's not the reason to do it. Do it because it's best for your bottom line. Go out and help other people because it will help your business, and it will put a lot of good out into the world. So that's basically the argument behind yeah, that. No, and it's, and it's, I know a lot of other good connectors, uh, great connectors like yourself, have recommended this. So i got to read that one, and I encourage everyone else to. Let's go to the next segment. And this is the application of the day. And... John, what, what application on your smartphone would you recommend to your fellow entrepreneurs? Well, uh, a big one I'm a fan of is Instapaper, which is just a very simple app that um, installs into your browser on your computer. So when you're browsing during the day, you know, you see some article and you're like, oh, I want to read that. And those things add up. They end up taking a ton of time. So you just do a quick little press a button really quickly and it will save all just the text from that article. It stri strips out all the ads and everything around the sides. And then it's an article that you can read on your iPad or on your phone or whatever. So other times when you've downtime and you're not working, you can go and read that article. Yeah, it's a great tool. It's one of those that I have so many apps uh, I stopped using. I forgot why I used it. Now I got to go back <laughs> to using it because it's a great one. Okay, let's go to the next segment, which is resources. John, let me pull up your website and you know, tell us a little bit about your business and how you know, entrepreneurs can get resources there and, and value from your organization. Sure, thanks. So um, through Smart Business Revolution, I show other people how to build better relationships in business and turn those relationships into greater revenue, more clients, more customers in the door. And so um, I give people advice on everything from, you know, how to make friends when you show up in a room and you don't know anyone uh, to how to, you know, cozy up and, and make friends or, or, or build relationships with VIPs and influencers or how to send cold email to someone who you admire from afar. And these are the little things that make such a huge difference in business. You know, I mean, Sir Richard Branson, we mentioned earlier, Richard Branson said that you need to be out there building relationships. And this is a man who's built a multi-billion dollar company. 
So, you know, you would think even at that le- level, okay, ah, oh, he doesn't need the relationships, but it's it's true, you really do. And so I'm trying to make sure that people give them its due. I think in recent years, there's been a, a the 10,000 hours theory has gotten a lot of attention thanks to Malcolm Gladwell. It's not his theory, but he t- wrote about it. And the theory basically says that if you just work hard enough, you just go into the garage, you go into your workshop or whatever, and you just put in your 10,000 hours and you're going to be successful. And what I see, and you've probably seen this living in the San Francisco Bay Area, you see all these startup entrepreneurs who retreat to their workshop or their garage or whatever. They're not out there forging those relationships, and they, they wonder why their entity fails. And that's often because they didn't go out there and forge the right relationships with the right people. So I like to inspire more people to do that. I think it changes your life when you do it. Let me go to the last segment. And these are the key takeaways. I've been taking a lot of notes, John, and I've been following your stuff. So I I really, I'm going to walk through kind of the lessons that you shared. And, you know, lesson one, the, the right mindset. I mean, this is, you know, we talked about the law of reciprocity that you're going to have an open, you're going to let things happen, but we're going to be successful on purpose with uh, going ahead with lesson two, where I love the term conversation list. I mean, to me, marketing is creating an environment for sales, and it's really what it is, is starting conversations. You got to start the right conversations with the right people, having that mindset. Put the list together. Uh, John recommends 50. I think that's the ideal list. You may not be able to get there right away, or you may find, you know, if you've been doing this a long time, you have to cut it down. 50 is very manageable. You know, go ahead and do that. Then pick those events. Lesson three. I mean, John and I would have, uh, we probably would have met John, but we wouldn't, it might have been a year, two, or three. And, you know, who knows what that difference meeting early is going to make. And, and so this is a real opportunity. Go to live events. Pick the events that are not only in your industry, but outside, you know, that you think you can get value to bring to your industry. It's, it's amazing. You know, challenge yourself that way. Follow up, follow up, follow up. That's lesson four, and it should be underlined, underlined, underlined. Uh, John, you know, go to visit his website. He he makes available a few t- templates, and one of them uh, is the. Uh, you can go to show link or the show notes, and we'll have all the links there at aesnation.com. But he he's written one of the most valuable things he's done is he makes available five free email templates on follow up. This is just it's so valuable. And the last lesson five is measure it. Make sure you're getting a good. Uh, return on investment. And what's so valuable today is that we get to fine tune everything. By measuring it, you can see what's working, what's not, do more of what's working and less of what's not. John, thank you again. It's been great. I'm going to encourage everyone to go out and execute. Go back to aesnation.com, download it. You'll see the links. We're going to have a special link for John's website. So you're going to have those free assets, your clients, your future clients, all those strategic partners, Ships and those relationships that you're going to build, they're counting on you. Don't let them down. Exceptional, remarkable breakthrough. AESNation.com.